So that bottle pop, Charlene. Popping bottles, popping bottles. I know. All night, tonight. Why? We have a new president, Kat. Oh, my God. It feels so good. Well, elect. Ele- President-elect. Let's correct. Let's be fair. But you're right. You're right. But we are popping bottles for it. Our executive producer and I had saved this bottle. It, in theory, it's supposed to be for a special occasion, but we didn't foresee that this would be the special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> but I'm happy to be using it for Episodio 20, mm. Episode 20 of the Boja Podcast, where we are at the intersection of Brown Pride and Assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And we are both getting some cheers on and popping some bottles, in part because it is the Pocha podcast and it is episodio 20 and that's something that's an accomplishment we're 20 in Mm -hmm. but also we are going to have a 46 so 20 and 46 are the two numbers tonight so and this show brought to you in part by (laughs) (laughs) the Pocha lottery happenstance is that we are recording um episodio 20 on the day or evening that they basically counted enough ballots to get the electoral college for president-elect biden so we don't mind sharing the evening yeah what so i quit paying attention after nevada was like that one friend who is on mexican (laughs) time and can't get her shit together you're like are you almost here yes i'm around the corner bitch hasn't left her house that's how nevada was acting nevada pennsylvania georgia they were all a little bit late to the party but yeah i mean really accuracy so every state before we get overly nerdy about it just Every state has its different rules on when uh, and how absentee ballots mm-hmm. are sent in and the time frame around that. So you have to just kind of be patient. And that's why they were running late to the party. They were just like, I'll be there. My hair's curled. And we know that they're still putting their pants on. Yeah, I so. wasn't mad, but I was just done. <laughs> like, bated breath, you can only wait, like, hold that state of anticipation for so long that, yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? Somebody will call me when it's done. In, in a world where we have everything so quick, you know, mm-hmm. you take polls, you do Zoom, everything is just so quick online. Yes, I can see why it was taking forever for us to get some of the ballots in. Um, or at least I can see why it would feel like it was taking forever sure. because everything else took so long. But, you know, back in the day, I'm sure that they had to haul all of these ballots to one place with a horse and a buggy. So, like, they probably had to wait weeks before shit was counted. Oh, no, so. they only had, like, 17 white dudes voting, and they were all in the same room. It didn't matter. Fair. They all just, all in favor, raise your hand. <laughs> the, the smart one always checks me. Yes, this is true. You're probably spot on about that. <laughs> so, in this episode today, um, yes, we are going to be looking at the election, but we're not going to CNN it. No. We're just going to pocha podcast it. Yeah. We're also going to be looking at um, holiday celebrations in the time of COVID. And that leads us to the Arquea de Nuevo, which is meal kits. Yeah. Also, um, I'm noticing a strange noise in the background. Would you like to explain that to our listeners? In the times of COVID, we need to be (laughs) extra safe about where we do our uh, podcasts. So we are actually recording out of doors, and it is a little bit breezy tonight. Someone's got a pachanga going like a block down. <laughs> so we are going to be sharing the evening with some party goers, which hopefully they're doing it COVIDly safe, and also mm-hmm. just Mother Nature. Yeah. I mean, we could have done it out in the middle of the desert. We could have done it on the, like, wherever. But we just wanted to <laughs> chill and be out in the yard and far enough away from each other where we're not spitting on each other or anything and still be safe. Agreed. We will be visited by some some nature and some noises in the background. Just hang with us. In the time of COVID, everything's going to be a little new. If you've gotten through 19 episodes <laughs> of our bullshittery, a little background noise, I'm sure you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's nothing. Cool. That's fine. No, we're good. <laughs> so, yes, we have a new president-elect, Charlene. We do. And more importantly, in my eyes, yes, a new vice president-elect. Yes. Talk about history in the making. Word. Not just a female vice president. Mm-hmm. A female who is a daughter of immigrants vice president. Mm-hmm. Biracial vice president. Mm-hmm. South Asian vice president. Mm-hmm. Black vice president. Yes, I was in tears about it because it just, 
it's historic yes um but as a woman as a woman of color as a person who has a daughter i just it means so much we we've talked about several times how representation matters it matters for little girls to see someone that looks like them holding one of the highest offices in our country it matters to think that i mean your mom used to tell you like anything's possible you can be anything you want to be and then you grow up and you start seeing reality and it's like you are a damn liar mom (laughs) (laughs) uh lies so this just makes it feel a little more possible and the it's a giant accomplishment for her um and it it just it feels like a little bit of hope exactly when i needed it so you know 2020 is is trying real hard to come out swinging at the end and i'm (laughs) here for it so yes and we do know and we have talked about senator now vice president-elect harris in a previous episodio Mm -hmm. we know that this is a complex issue like she is a complex human being she was a previous uh, attorney general we know that there is a history of of being an attorney general and who gets prosecuted and being a prosecutor we know that that baggage comes with her like we're not discounting that but also just the immensity of seeing yourself Mm -hmm. reflected in a position of power is as you said, incredibly important. And I just want to make that distinction and acknowledge that those are there's more than one thing that's happening here. Sure. We could sit here for the next hour and talk about how shit is still not fixed, about how the Proud Boys and white supremacy and colonization and all of that shit is still out there. But you know what? Sometimes we just got to take the moment and celebrate. Yes. And that's where I'm at tonight. And I hope at least for a couple days before... You know, we got to put on our boots and get back to work. And it, it was a mixed, the elections overall were a mixed bag. Um, we lost, at least in New Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, a representative who looked like us. Like, literally, she looked like us yeah. in Representative Xochitl Torres-Mal. Yep. And, and that hurt because it, it, when I talked to my mom about her being elected, and mm-hmm. my mom was like, wow, someone whose name Mm -hmm. has to get like pronounced, not just, it was, it was just beautiful to see her excited about this representative. So it was a mixed bag um, Mm -hmm. overall, but you know, we're, again, we're not CNNing it, but we did want to just, it's hard to, you can't, you can't even have an episodio 20 in November without at least mentioning it, right? We had to. I do. I do want to say one thing about about the election, um, and I will try not to see in it. <laughs> but uh, more, so Joe Biden won the popular vote by more votes than any president previously. Right. And my disclaimer here for Joe is. Mr. President, don't get it twisted because a lot of those votes were black, brown, indigenous votes that were not for you because of who you are, but because of who you are not. Yes. So don't forget that shit. We will hold you accountable. Do not forget what we need. Do not forget our communities because we we vouched for you. And when you needed us, we vouched for you. So you better come through. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Snaps to that. That is so spot on. And there was someone who in in, uh, Albuquerque had said, I'm voting, again, not because I'm thrilled, excited. I'm voting because harm reduction. That's right. And that's that's a very real thing. Yep. So that just, it means so much that black brown indigenous people who have been organizing around this for years waiting for this moment waiting i mean stacy abrams lost a mm-hmm. gubernatorial race and basically said hold my beer because you might have won this uh, this race here in georgia but i'm about to flip the u.s i'm about to flip georgia you know that that's huge and because of her work and the work of of people we get to work with 
just at a distance um, in our jobs, it was possible in Georgia. And that's huge. She lost a gubernatorial race and won the country's heart because of the work that she did. She's amazing and outstanding. Oh, my God. Make a (laughs) T-shirt. That's that's us doing the CNN version. Um, But on the Pocha version, one of the I jotted down some thoughts about, Okay, now that we have (laughs) now that we have a president elect, we're moving on from 45. We're changing the channel to 46. Change it. What are you looking forward to or what I I was looking forward to with a new president? First on my list was I miss a leader with coherent sentences <laughs> and complete thoughts. <laughs> that's that's one of the biggest things that I miss. Um, how about a leader who paid more in taxes last year than <laughs> I did? I miss science. <laughs> I miss the truth. Um, I miss that other countries actually (laughs) remembered who we were and included us. I miss being a part of the world structure as a whole. I miss being oblivious to seeing people in red hats. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I am looking forward to the White House holiday decor that doesn't look like fucking Krampus was the one who did the decorating. (laughs) Oh. Well, we'll still get bad white guy hair. I uh, mean, there's well, that. Yeah, fair. Fair. Yeah. I miss, um, and hopefully we will return to a more Twitter calm from one, <laughs> from, one at, from one Twitter address, one Twitter handle. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, uh, so I'm, maybe I'm putting that too much in the hopes. You know, it, it, I feel like there's just this level of, of etiquette and classiness and respectability that the White House represented previously that has been missing as of late, and I um, I miss that. Agreed. I I hope to get back to a place where we have a president who really wants our country to be united, who really wants. Yes, differences of opinion. Yes, compromise. Yes, bring all of your ideas to the table. I want to hear it. And we don't have to agree, but we can come up with something that is fitting for the greater good. I want to see more of that than the division and the incendiary shit talking that has become normal. I, I want agreed. And I want someone who is going to definitively say, White supremacy is bullshit. Thank you. Because we don't need another El Paso. We do not need another El Paso. Yep. Agreed. Um, the flip side to that and some of the notes that I was taking is, what are you not looking forward to? Um, I think that the vice president, because she is visibly of color and because she is female mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. going to be torn apart constantly um she's gonna be berated she's gonna be called horrible names that are undeserving and i'm i'm not looking forward to that and i'm not saying she's gonna do everything perfect there are gonna be things that we're probably gonna say "Ooh, that wasn't great yeah but you're not gonna reduce it down to to her being a woman or her being black or her being south asian which is one of the things that i'm not looking forward to along the same lines with you i'm afraid she's gonna be reduced down to Mm -hmm. her femininity or her femaleness and we both know that and had seen for instance with first lady michelle obama they mm-hmm. tore her apart as far as her fashion goes. And she was just reduced to what she was wearing. Right. As are other first ladies. Sure. Jackie O, you know, every first lady has gone through this, right? But Michelle Obama, they got mad at her showing her, her arms. Like, mm-hmm. her fucking arms. Like, are you kidding me? And I feel like that is one thing that I'm not looking forward to, to is a reduction of who she is as a human being down right. to these stereotypes that she's quote-unquote not living up to and everything like you said is going to be magnified she's going to be under a microscope for every Mm -hmm. scratch fart eye roll everything and as you had mentioned there are some things we're going to disagree on and say oh that was a bad that was a shit move yo Mm -hmm. but we're not doing it from the frame of 
that was a shit move, yo, because you wore the wrong thing or because of the lipstick you wore or, yeah. Yeah. You know that's going to happen, and I'm not looking forward to that aspect Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to her shady looks that she gives people like because <laughs> she becomes you know she becomes like the um this this the president of the senate right is that uh, uh so if the senate goes to a tie she's the oh the, yes the, she's a tie-breaking right. vote right so she sits she'll mm-hmm. sit with the senate on some things I'm looking forward to some of the looks that she's given when people are giving speeches well, that are she's shitty. a black mom she knows how to give those looks <laughs> like can't stop Cut your shit. All of you, cut your shit. I can't wait for that. Right. It's yes. about time. This country needs to be mommed bad. <laughs> Thank God. Please mom us. Uh, we're tired of being terribly dadded. Please mom us. <laughs> Please. Mom's back. Act right. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your room, all of you. Clean your damn rooms. Clean your shit out. Do your laundry, because mom's coming. <laughs> vacation weekend dad is over (laughs) i love it i love it it's so true (laughs) is there anything else that you wanted to add to this this part um what i'm not looking forward to yeah you know i mentioned this a little bit earlier at the beginning of this segment but um white supremacy still exists it's not going away all of these people who have felt emboldened to be outwardly racist to the point of bringing violence onto our people um they're not going to just disappear so i'm not looking forward to to that you think they'll you don't think they'll closet themselves for four years you think that now that this segment because in my mind it was like okay it's the old generation and they just need to slowly you know darwin themselves out no this this last four years has really shined a light on like it's like finding all of the dark corners that we didn't see before so you think Mm. that's just going to continue to be out there old ideas but new people to carry them on and um it's never gone away but i it's so present right now it feels so present so um i don't know i don't know what will happen I hope people will will get their shit together and we can all just figure it out. Um, But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We're also going to see what our holidays are going to be looking like. And that brings us to, after a quick breather, what what do we expect from the holidays in the time of COVID? Mm -hmm. So... When we were thinking mm-hmm. about this topic, and I was, again, jotting down some notes, I was thinking about, like, <laughs> first, what to call it. So I came up with <laughs> Coverky. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I also came up with, run with me on this idea, Happy Thanks Zooming. Okay. Um, you like that better. one? <laughs> After Thanksgiving, of course, we celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa. I didn't come up with anything for Kwanzaa. I was not that smart, but... For Hanukkah, I said, happy Hanukkah, because we're all going to be on cameras. <laughs> no? Well, why can't it be Kwanzooming? Kwanzooming! Oh! Yep. The executive mm-hmm. producer. Always, always coming in oh, with the good ones. That's that's why we keep her around. Um, Mary uh, Virtualmas? No. No? Um, I also questioned whether or not Santa was going to be wearing a mask when, when he came into <laughs> the houses. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No? Maybe. <laughs> right? We're going to put hand sanitizer oh, totally with the cookies. Oh, I'm totally going to do that. It's a good idea. <laughs> but this is, I mean, this is so true. We have to think about what we're going to be doing for the holidays. True. Because I had to remind my mom this week, actually, because she started talking about this. I was like, Mom, it's, we're not going to do, it's not going to be like that. Like, wrap your mind around that right now so that you're not disappointed later. Let's start planning it in a way that is safe and we can enjoy each other's company in a tiny tiny bubble and then yeah figure out if there's a virtual way to connect with everybody else or whatever because it's not we cannot safely do holidays the way we've done holidays for 
my whole life, which is sad. And I know that she needs to grieve about that. A lot of people need to grieve about that. It's yes. hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think instead of, I was sort of getting wrapped up in that too, about how it's not going to be like it was. Cause I get real worked up about when things change. I hate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I have decided that I, instead I'm going to try to think about how we can build new traditions or even if they don't become traditions, it might just be a one-off year where we do crazy shit and we just make it work and make it special and make it something we'll never forget and then move on. So, yes, I think it's just going to be a one-off. Maybe, maybe at most two-off years. Okay. So, I can totally see that we will still have, like, this year our Easter, spring break, whatever was different. I can mm-hmm. still see that next year we'd probably still be there. Mm, true. Maybe this time next year we will be in a place where Thanksgiving or that November holiday can happen. Um, maybe two at the most. Okay. You're either going to be some sort of virtual aspect, whether you're FaceTiming for five minutes to say mm-hmm. hello and, and show the broom or you're legit going to have like a Zoom webinar <laughs> where you share your screen and <laughs> or whatever that that's going to look like or you're going to try to do it in person. Right. So the online version that I'm I'm seeing is that where you Zoom super quick for maybe 40 minutes at a time. You know, I can see us incorporating some kind of Zoom in that fashion for either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Mhm. I don't know. It, what? How are you envisioning what your family is going to do? It's probably going to be, uh, I'm imagine my mom and stepdad are still in my tiny bubble um, of people that we see outside of our household. So I'm imagining that we'll do some kind of shared meal with just my immediate family and um, my mom and stepdad. Uh, I'll probably bake something or cook something to take over to my dad and drop off on his porch. We're still not. Um, my dad's very, very minding his own bubble with just him and my stepmom. So he has not been, um, out of that bubble except for to deliver things to my grandmother. So, uh, I'll probably drop some things off for him. Maybe, you know, front yard, have a combo, wave, all that good stuff. Um, but really that's, I mean, and probably do a Zoom. Try to get like a bigger family Zoom, make my sister, uh, I was... Uh, that that's the part that got me I think when I really Mm -hmm, had to mm -hmm. think that I am not gonna see my sister this year that is what got me like the rest of it I could deal with but the not seeing my sister part was uh and for a hot minute we were talking about driving to Chicago like just getting tested not leaving the house driving to Chicago which is ridiculous um because I don't know if you saw the electoral map, but that's driving through a lot of red states. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Uh, if Your I husband will to. clear you. It's fine. <laughs> right. Get down. Um, so I, it just it breaks my heart a little bit that I'm not going to see my sister, not just for the holidays, but just that that it's going to be over a year that I'm not going to see her. So that breaks my heart a little tiny bit. But I also understand um there's a lot of risk in driving across the country like that on, right, right. you know, holidays, whatever. It So I want everybody to be safe and I want us to be able to just revisit this on the other side in 2021. And, I, you know, it goes without saying that virtual, whether it's Zoom or WebEx or whatever it is that you use, FaceTime, it goes without saying that those avenues of seeing one another is definitely not the same as being able to joke in the kitchen and the cocina with your with your family like you normally do um so yes trying to supplement something like with your sister um on zoom is not quite the same so it goes without saying but yeah is that is that enough for you like can you cope with that considering the alternative yes when I think about the risk that it would put people in, I, I would never forgive myself if I introduced some horrible thing to any of my family members or like if somebody just got in a car accident. I don't know. Of course, my brain goes to all these terrible things, but um, I want my people safe. I want my people cared for wherever they're at. And so um, I think I can accept it because I hate the alternatives. And, you know, we've, and we talked about this last year around Thanksgiving. That holiday was never for us about pilgrims yes. and Indians and all. like it was never about that. It was about family and food. And 
Um, and yeah, family doesn't feel the same as it does in real life when you get to hug them and love on them. But, um, but we're going to make it work. What about you? So we have talked about a couple different ways that we can do our holiday getting together for this holiday or Christmas or whatever. Yes, it's going to be difficult. We've looked at different different ways of being able to do it, whether we would do it out of doors. And the, the one silver lining is like, oh, well, that's less dishes that you have to do, whoever's hosting. <laughs> but then there's like, how do you do the food? Is it like BYO food? If you So if right. we go to a person's house and and we're sitting outdoors like we are right now, my belief is, I don't want to bring something that I have to share on the risk factor that maybe, not that I am bringing something to them, but how guilty would I feel if anybody sure. got sick? Mm-hmm. Like I would much rather just get a PB&J, hang out, eat my lonche, mm-hmm. and then go back home. You're going to bring a sack lunch to Thanksgiving? Yes. <laughs> yes, a burro or whatever it is, like my own tamal. <laughs> and and do it that way. Like seriously, BYO, like little meal or something. Yeah. Because I, I don't, you. I don't want to do that introduction of mm-hmm. well, because then everybody's touching the same spoon and everybody's yeah, touching the exactly, same exactly, yeah, exactly, breathing over the food like it's yeah, it's a lot. So I can see kind of a hybrid of getting together and mm-hmm. and as you know, um, with our family and other families that look like ours, both of ours, with the sharing of kids, mm-hmm. you're already introducing different Absolutely. things. So I can see kind of a hybrid of doing a little bit of of Zoom, having it on, saying hi, going from one family to another, almost like posada kind of. (laughs) You're going from one familia to another. Do you have space that you're in for me? Um, I think the harder of the the holiday season is going to be Christmas. Mm -hmm. I have made it a point to never miss Christmas Eve with my family, even when I did not live in the state or in the area, in the borderland area. I always came back for that. Mm-hmm. I would skip Thanksgiving and do sure. other things, but I always came back for that. And that one's going to be the harder of them because I've never missed it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it feels like to miss that. Yeah. So other than Zoom or other than a hybrid is, what do you do if you do have family over? So there is a family member who has done a couple invitations of other family members on the prerequisite that you get tested before you go, mm-hmm. which I understand, but also that's also like, I don't know, there's there's a couple different mixed feelings, like some family members don't go anywhere. Do they really need a test? But I also understand sure. that they're the ones who are hosting, so their house, their rules almost. Mm-hmm. But that's an interesting way to look at it is, okay, we'll host pending your negative like show us the show me the money kind of thing Mm -hmm. that's interesting and that makes me think about somebody was just posting about a party that i guess cardi b had for her (laughs) birthday or whatever and they were straight up doing rapid testing at the door before you got into the party so that's going to be like the new bougie ass thing is if you have money you can just rapid test people which then again if you're in that incubation um uh, this is third grade science, so please, anyone out there who knows better than me, correct me. But if you're in that incubation period and you are like three days in and you test negative and then you go to these people's house at day six and now you're positive, like, could you miss something? Could there be a false yes. test? Yes. Could you? I mean, so even there's this false sense of security that could come right. with a test even. Right, because you could test negative on a Friday and then be positive on a Tuesday. Right. And then Thanksgiving is on a Thursday. There's no 100% certainty. Right. But still, that's an interesting thought process of like, I'll host, but you got to test. That is interesting. You would have to test and then quarantine. Right. So the executive producer is saying you'd have to test and then quarantine after the test so that when you get your results back, pending that it's not a false positive or whatever you haven't introduced something you have right there's nothing new into your risk factor Mm -hmm. but still that for me that at first i was a little like was ba really get huevos that you have but also okay Mm -hmm. yeah shit that's your house i get it okay i see so celebrating is just gonna look a hell a lot different it is and i think 
for me, I'm going to try to, like I said, focus on the positives. Maybe it'll be mailing out a little letter with a picture of a recipe of my grandmother's in her handwriting to family members or just let's all make the same thing one thing so that we can all eat it at the same time some kind of thing that's cheesy and will Aww, make us feel that a little sweet. bit connected something oh, that is sweet you could do facetime cookie making yeah, or something. facetime turkey ba- bastering i don't know okay I, let's not do turkey basting together <laughs> that's a whole different thing different segment I'm, I'm still all about having tamales and menudo for whatever holiday because it's cold you need you need the warmth and the tasting of and yeah all the things <laughs> so somebody that's on my feed <laughs> posted today a picture of a bag of their tamales with a picture of vice president-elect kamala harris on the front and it said come come kamales <laughs> <laughs> And it was the best. Oh, my God. I need to go to your feed and see that. Hilarity. But still, I'm sticking with thanks Zooming, and I like Quan Zooming as well. Mm-mm. No? I'm not doing either one of those. Damn. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll uh, think about it. I'll let it marinate. <laughs> and lest you forget, we did do last year the gift-giving kind of ideas. We are still going to be doing that. Keep your socks on. We're just not going to do it as late in December because since mm-hmm. we have to do most of our ordering online, yeah. we'll be doing it for our Weedy Weedy coming up in November. Yep. So uh, start watching. We'll start posting some um, Latinx entrepreneurs that are venting their shit online. That is one positive about COVID, I will say. Lots more things are available now than we... We had to search last year. This year, it's like, who do we choose? There's I know, so many. right? Everything is out there now. It's going to be amazing. Oh, so I'm going to love Stay this. tuned. But speaking of, like, we're moving from what, this is, what better segue do we have uh, from food to actual food? Actual food. Is meal kits. Meal kits. It's not something that I've ever used before, but I know about them. <laughs> I because know of, of them. The, because of the advertisements, as you say. <laughs> you know, yes, because of the ad- advertisements. But why, so you've used them, yes? I've tried one. Okay. Which one did you try? Blue Apron. Um, blue apron mm-hmm. and um and okay so back it up back meal that ass kit. up mm-hmm. meal kits uh i don't rem- i think i got like a crazy coupon or something because that's how they get you right right They're like pushers like the first one's almost free and then you're hooked kind of thing mm-hmm. uh i somehow or another got a coupon and it was great because there's only so my our my stepson is only with us every other week so we tried it on a and he's also a very picky eater and so is my daughter to be fair so we tried it on a week when he was not with us just because we thought well let's just check it out and it was really interesting recipes i would have never thought of in my life combinations i would have never thought of in my life um different like vegetables I maybe hadn't been introduced to or spices I hadn't been introduced to or hadn't used in the ways and then everything comes perfectly portioned so you're not wasting anything um you don't have to go out and buy a big jar of something just to use it for one meal so there were some advantages that I liked about it um and you don't have to think like in our house anyways it's always the what are we gonna eat for dinner thing oh my god Mm -hmm. and the indecision and then we're pissed and then i don't care well then let's eat this and then i'm like i don't want that but i thought you didn't care it becomes a thing instead Mm. of just yes dinner so it takes that out of it in many ways and then you don't you can't blame each other if it sucks because it was the meal kits idea (laughs) anyway so you know okay all the pressure's gone um so those were kind of the nice things about it uh it is a little expensive i will say but for so basically it would just be my husband and i eating and if there were parts of it that my daughter would like like if it was some kind of beef or chicken or whatever we would give her some of the meat maybe she wouldn't eat all the veggies or if it was like mashed potatoes or something that weren't spicy she would eat some of that but a lot of times i ended up having to supplement her meal um but, but it not was, by much. Not by much. Okay. Um, and it was enough food for us to share with a third tiny person. Not okay. like a third adult. It wouldn't have been enough to have. But a third 
mini human it was enough um so those were some of the benefits and I did like it but I did feel like it got expensive so when we uh had to tighten up on finances that was one of the very first things that we that got left. rid of yeah okay I can see that yeah but so I have so many questions though so like I have when so they- <laughs> many questions <laughs> well because when I think about the meal kits not gonna lie what I'm thinking of is like bland same recipes they just send it to you so you don't have to think right so it's not like that at all it's not like so I'm wrong you're wrong okay it's not you know boiled chicken and mayonnaise (laughs) with like a wedge salad like no it was crazy thing one of like one of the things I remember was um cherry tomatoes right okay but you heat up a pan really hot put in some olive oil and some different spices and you blister the tomatoes and then put some kind of vinegar on them it was freaking delicious and super simple but I would have never thought of that shit ever I would have like you put ranch on those I don't know like what else do you do with cherry tomatoes delicious so weird things that I would have never thought of that are pretty simple and do you get a choice in what you get like do you get to be able to pick like i don't want the vinegar tomatoes i want the ranch tomatoes so though so again i've only ever done blue apron and what i found was you can choose how many people you want it for but if you have a bigger family i think the the largest number is four so if you have a giant family you know like you all have 47 kids you probably would need to do two subscriptions which then is ridiculously expensive and whatever but if you are doing like two to four people you have say seven or eight options for the two meals you're going to get that week so you can choose but it's the whole meal you can't like pick apart the meal so it's like the fish with the veggie side and the whatever as one of your choices um but there are some meal kits that do like you can do vegan options you can do no dairy options you can do um i'm allergic to whatever and they'll try to substitute out what you don't want so they're they are customizable to a point okay so you're you're kind of choosing um and the nice thing about that is even some things that i was like i would have never ordered that at a restaurant or out like i would have never thought to order that and it was actually delicious so it was definitely a way to taste things that I wouldn't have normally ventured out to try. And so one of my other thoughts about this, other than, oh, it's got to be bland, blah, blah, blah. Do they have um, recipes that are ethnic-based, are, you know, do they have Mexican food in there? And if they have the Mexican food, how authentic is that too? like... Obviously, right. they're not going to put lard in their their beans. <laughs> However, do they do they have something that looks pretty close to what we would expect in our own home? So, yeah. Okay. So I did a tiny bit of research because I knew we were going to talk about this, and um, there are a lot more meal kits services out there now. Right. So yes. I I've only tried the Blue Apron, but there's also like HelloFresh. Amazon has a mashup thing with Whole Foods in certain mm-hmm. areas mm-hmm. of the country that you can get. Um, not where we live. I know. Okay. Um, there's cool. Home Chef, which is apparently, according to our executive producer, the most popular one. Um, probably has like good price points, and I don't know why else it would be super popular. Maybe they advertise well. Uh, there's one called Every Plate. So there's all these options. Um, there are also now in COVID times a lot of restaurants because they're not mm-hmm. having the numbers of people that they're typically used to being able to sit in their dining rooms or whatever um, that are doing like meal type kits where you can order your proteins from them. And also because it might be harder to get things from grocery stores or you don't want to be out at stores or whatever. You can get proteins from them or different things like that. But um as far as ethnic things, I don't know. I tried to see if there were, like, Latino-based meal kits. Uh, I didn't find anything outside of restaurant-based, localized kind of places. Um, I will say there's some that are that will have, like, a poblano, chile, something, or, you know, like a spicy version can- of whatever, or, like, Asian-inspired mm-hmm. things. Um, but... 
I wouldn't say expect to eat like tacos and uh, pozole <laughs> and enchiladas in a week if you're getting one of these meal kits. Like it's probably going to be way different variety than that. I can see the easiest adaptable would be like fajitas. Sure. That would probably be the easiest one you'd be able to adapt. Mm-hmm. Maybe enchilada second because a lot of people or ta- tacos, tacos, Taco Tuesday. You can do all kinds of tacos. I, sure. I get it. You're not going to get mole as a <laughs> as one of the options. Albondigas with 47 <laughs> ingredients. Not because it, happen. I mean, really, they're trying to make some of these things easy, easy to make, easily accessible. Right, six or seven ingredients, maybe some spices you haven't been introduced to before sure. or whatever. And I can see that there's probably more flexibility within asian because there's a lot more asian countries maybe than um Mm -hmm. what you're what america thinks of as latinx which is just mexico right they're not going to be doing colombian food or salvadoranian or anything like that we did get uh, a version of ramen oh my gosh it was freaking delicious it was so good i love noodles i just love you do i'm a carby I'm I'm still not on board with the ramen just yet. <gasps> what? I, uh, we've had this discussion. Yeah, but I, it shocks me every every time. single time. You have the <laughs> same exact reaction. It's like, like when, I don't even know who you it's are. It's like when I say I haven't seen Harold and Mud. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't even understand what that. Oh, I know. So now we're on the same. All right, our fair, fair, okay. <laughs> so <sighs> next episode, we eat ramen and watch Harold and Mud. <laughs> but i have so in the research that i have done i have seen more recipes in terms of asian food than i have in terms of latinx i would agree with that even based on my tiny experience i also so interestingly i was like where did where did this idea come from because it's pretty genius i mean it's pretty smart for convenience and for people that don't have time to be out shopping or don't want to be out shopping or uh whatever so the idea there's been food delivery services for a long time like schwann's or different mm-hmm. places that have like omaha steaks that have delivered different things to people mm-hmm. but not in the way that it's a whole meal put together for you um so apparently the first meal kit was launched around 2007 in sweden whoa um and it was this lady swedish woman who's a mom of three and wanted something that was just convenient for families so they weren't stressed out about the whole dinner thing sure and uh it the brand is i don't know it's some swedish word that i'm probably <laughs> gonna totally butcher it's like midigsfrid i it's i'm loving this Midig, midigsfrid. how do you i don't even know what you it know is. what channel swedish. channel your inner rose from golden girls and go it is rose. It is. Midensflag. Yes. Anyways, it translates to dinner peace, right? Dinner peace. Like everyone's happy. We're all just going to eat dinner. I'm sorry to all the Swedish listeners right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the one country around the world that'll never listen to never. this podcast. I was thinking of the Swedish chef. <laughs> I love the Swedish chef. Um, anyways, so this lady. Like, you don't have to think about it. You you just order this. Everything will be at your door. This is her idea. They would deliver the bags of groceries fully ready with the recipes and everything. And people bought it up. Like, it blew up. And then other people picked up the idea. But I thought it was fabulous that a woman, of course, a woman course. who's a mom of three is like, this is some bullshit. And I want to help other people in my situation. Here you go. Brilliant idea. I love it. I, and so I'm the only... The two piece to the two cents that I wanted to add to this was just to say, in my experience living in New York, you couldn't go to the grocery sh- the grocery store like you could here in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So we go to the grocery store, we can potentially buy food for the next month, right? Sure. You just pack it in your car, put it in your freezer, mm-hmm. all the things. In in New York, my experience was, you almost had to get stuff on a daily yep. to feed. Because uh, you don't own a car, you have the subway, how much can you potentially carry? Mm-hmm. Just my experience. This isn't everybody's experience understood. So I I can see wanting to do things 
one day at a time or one meal at a time mm-hmm. for your family. Mm-hmm. And I actually had seen food service delivery like this where you get your meal in a box sent to you before I moved to New Mexico. So I had seen it in New York before I came back to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And when it started coming into New Mexico, especially in our area, because our in the borderlands where we live, it is very much like urban, rural, right next to each other. Sure. There's even urban, rural, urban between El Paso Las Cruces. Urban? R- r- exactly. <laughs> Orale, <laughs> two bottles of champagne later. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know how well that would or wouldn't go over here mm-hmm. because we have such an ease to go to the store and get the things sure. that we need. Sure. Um, but I'm interested in it because as with a lot of families in our area, around our country, around our world, we are mixed. We are blended. So there are some days where we don't have the kids and it's it's sometimes difficult to make a decision on what you want and it's so easy to go to the store and just be like, eh, fried whatever. It's right. fast food, it's Drive easy through. to go, whatever. Yep, I know. But I can see the want to have something delivered that's at least mostly fresh, right? It, it, it does. It does seem like it's fresh veggies, fresh whatever. And the one thing I will say, it almost felt a little bit like date nights because it was, we're going to cook together. We're going to try this Aww. weird recipe. We're going to, you know, we might hate it. It might be horrible. We might love it. Who knows? I'm In the time of COVID, we have seen some restaurants who have been flexible mm-hmm. enough and who have adapted to the situation. So one restaurant that we go to has done something similar. It's not the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to give it a go. Economy pending. But I'm willing to give it a go just to see what it's like to do a trial run. And yeah. you don't have to think about what it is that you want. And most importantly, and I'm not like dogging on the fast foods, whatever. But there's not a point where you're like, okay, I've eaten the stuff Especially in a city that everything closes down at 8 o'clock. Sure. Like, yeah. okay, I've eaten the stuff that's open until 8. Now what? Now mm-hmm. what's the next thing? And now everything has to close at 10. Yeah, and got in times of COVID, everything does have to close early. So mm-hmm. you are incredibly limited, at least in our area. Yeah. Well, and for a minute, it was hard to get groceries. So, you know, this was a viable option for people. And if you're living in a rural place where you can get UPS or FedEx or whatever, but maybe can't get out to a store so often or whatever, this could be a really good option for people. Okay, I'm going to give it a go. Is there, so you use Blue Apron. I know there's a million other services. Yeah, there's a lot. I would, I mean, I would say do your research, figure out what has your most, uh, the most choices, what might have ethnic options that you like, what might be price point that you're comfortable with. Um, if you want to try it with the kids, see if there's an option to feed like the whole. All 50. All all the disciples, all 12. <laughs> Wait, uh, that's, yeah, that's when you have to go to the Jesus option and get like 12 loaves. Last and supper, every time. <laughs> and everybody gets it. Wine and bread, every time. <laughs> See, I wish there was one that also came with its alcohol. Is there one that comes with the alcohol? That's what we need. Like the wine pairing, the beer pairing. This is what I need in my life. I know. New Mexico, <sighs> get your shit together. We're so worried about DUI, but you can't get your beer delivered? How? What the hell sense does that make? You think the driver's going to be drinking? (laughs) Let them bring me my booze. Truth. Oh, my gosh. This reminds me. So my dad used to work at White Sands, Mm -hmm. which is far out from town, quote unquote, right? And when I started to be able to, I was already 21. I was kind of on my own. And I was driving home from, I don't know where I was, driving home, middle of the day. And I see my dad's truck parked at the bar. (laughs) And I'm like... It's like three o'clock in the afternoon during the week. I was like, hmm, I'm 21. I'm about to go in there, see what's happening. Walk in. He was like, what the hell are you doing here? I was like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, well, have a beer. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> which I didn't really drink at that time, but it was just funny that, you know, my dad was just hanging out at the bar. And they had a drive through which is what brought that to my brain. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you to the sweetest mother of three. 
who invented meal kits. I hope she is wealthy and well-fed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> um, so for meal kits, um, I, I'm one day hoping that maybe some of the businesses in our area will be flexible enough where you can make your own tamal or pozole. Maybe they'll... Oh. <laughs> Let's do that. Have the menudo kit that you can pick up. <laughs> whatever. Whatever it takes, right? But I like it. Because I'm other than like price point, how many can you feed? For for my brain was like, okay, but I don't always want to be having like whatever, lemon chicken. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do want to have something that's more local or True. You know, whatever it may be. Um, but with picky kids like you i understand that not everything that we would be able to order is going to fit their palate Mm -hmm. so it's good to know that they have kind of a variety that you can do yeah and you can mix and match what they get on their plates and whatever so maybe this is something we can't do for the holidays is true blue apron it or whatever yeah and <laughs> Zoom our holiday feast together. Like um, cook the same meal and Zoom it. Also, there's a hashtag, if you've seen it, a few of the people that I am acquainted with who crack me up, who love to just be in the kitchen on their own, uh, hashtag brown apron, <laughs> <laughs> whenever they make stuff at their house. So if you're interested, check out the uh, hashtag brown apron because it's amazing. Okay, this is the first thing I'm going to do when I'm off of this. <laughs> great check that out mm-hmm. so this has been episodio 20 yeah 20 Look, looking at uh who was elected doing the pocha viewpoint of the elections mm-hmm. our new covid world in holidays and also meal kits and maybe some things that you can do around the house and with family and uh doing some holiday cooking around that as well i like it yeah, you got to get your, uh, make your holiday plan, the holitizer. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I know that people are, and they still mention it throughout the year when I go around town. They're like, and you know what? I got the air freshener that you guys had mentioned. It's like, great. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. So that is going to be yep. coming up. We are going to be looking at some holiday gifts. Be the on Bocha the lookout picks for, for Navidad coming up. So uh, the 30th, the Weedy Weedy, and then we'll post and uplift these businesses. Get your order on because people are going to be online ordering. So you got to get your orders in. Before, yeah, before your uh, mailbox clogs or before yeah. USPS, whatever. Otherwise, it's going to be like February 4th. Here's your Christmas present. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. So, yes, this has been uh, Episodio 20. I'm Kat. And from our art- outdoor studio, I'm Charlene. From the windiness of the Borderlands, the Pocha podcast. Yeah, so don't forget to share. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks to all of you who have been listening. Big ups to Minnesota. Right? I don't know why you're listening, Minnesota, but we heart you hard right now loving the new minnesotans who are hanging out yes um and in the last month they have surpassed texas uh arizona california in our listenership base which is where i would think all the pochas are um apparently they went north for some snow or something so thank you thank you minnesota and we will catch you on the flip side peace